If there's one nutrition intervention that across the board benefits every dancer, it's the concept of proactive fueling. And this constructs a major part of the healthy dancer, which is to support adequate nourishment. But what exactly does it mean to fuel our bodies proactively? How do we make sure proactive fueling doesn't spiral into regimented or restrictive eating? And what does it mean to honor what we call practical hunger? This and more is what we're chatting about today. Hi dancers, my name's Rachel. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist specializing in all things you need to know about fueling your bodies, but in a way that is most supportive and not restrictive. Today we are bridging two main topics, the topics of practical hunger, what exactly that means, in addition to the benefits of proactive fueling, a tenet of the healthy dancer, something that I am constantly working on with every dancer I've ever worked with as a dietitian. Let's first dive into what it means to support practical hunger, because practical hunger is actually one of the five different types of hunger that I educate dancers about. Just to recap, those five types of hunger include biological hunger, like those physical hunger pangs, rebound hunger, which is often extreme biological hunger, or experience alongside compensatory behaviors when your body's making up for a calorie deficit. There's also emotional hunger, taste hunger, and of course, practical hunger, which is what we're going to talk about and mainly involves eating in response to a flexible schedule. These various types of hunger cues are essentially pieces of information, or as I like to call them, evidence set forth by our bodies to communicate its needs to us throughout the day, specifically its need for energy balance, which is best supported with adequate nourishment, consistent meals and snacks spread regularly throughout your day. But unlike with more obvious types of hunger, like biological or sometimes known as physical hunger, you might experience that as hunger pangs, a growling tummy, even a headache or lightheadedness. Practical hunger is eating in response to a flexible schedule. This can be challenging for dancers for a number of reasons. First things first, many dancers struggle with the idea of eating despite not experiencing physical hunger cues. But here's the downfall with only eating in response to physical hunger. As dancers, we are extra busy and extra active. These are two major obstacles that diminish our body's ability to both communicate and even identify those physical hunger cues throughout our day. So if you are only eating in response to physical hunger, then you might be putting yourself at a higher risk of underfueling. This can eventually lead to you experiencing more instances of what we call rebound hunger, that extreme biological hunger that you might experience with, let's just say, being, and I quote, hangry before a mealtime if you haven't had a meal or a snack in the recent hours. I also see dancers struggle to honor practical hunger because of potential food rules that they might be 
trying to abide by. So it goes back to that challenge with eating despite feeling physically hungry, and perhaps dancers feeling like they are forcing themselves to eat without those hunger cues. But it's extremely important, while I never want you to feel so physically uncomfortable you can't move, we do need to start to chat about the importance of honoring practical hunger just to ensure that your body is getting enough nutrition and nourishment to support your busy dance schedule. And this is where proactive fueling comes in. I've been utilizing proactive fueling with dancers for as long as I've been a dietitian, which is over a decade. The only problem, if you are attempting to proactively fuel your body without the right support, such as that from a licensed dietitian who has advanced credentialing in working with behaviors like disordered eating or intuitive eating, you do risk turning proactive fueling into restrictive eating patterns in of itself. So if you are trying to abide by a very strict and regimented schedule in your eating patterns, this can turn a technique like proactive fueling from being something that's super supportive to something that's actually a major hindrance to your short-term and long-term performance potential. So when is proactive fueling a priority for dancers? Well, there are several instances when we want to prioritize proactive fueling to honor practical hunger in comparison to just relying on maybe one of the other four types of hunger cues like taste hunger, emotional hunger, biological hunger, and even rebound hunger. A scenario could be you are an hour out from your next performance. You might not be feeling physically hungry. In fact, you might feel a little bit nervous and even a little bit queasy before getting on stage. However, that performance is gonna run you at least three hours. And prior to this, you've been in classes and rehearsals for much of your day. You may have gotten in some meals and snacks here and there, but you're likely getting your next balanced meal after the show. So now we need to think about how we can provide your body with the calories or energy it needs to help you get through this upcoming bout of dancing in order to bridge you until the time you'll have that next meal. This is where proactive fueling can come into play. And for this specific instance, it would likely look like a sufficient and balanced snack to get you through. I'd likely suggest something like some fruit paired with trail mix, or maybe even a nut or seed butter sandwich. We might often see proactive fueling be beneficial on both your sick days and even your rest and recovery days. So first, when we're sick, it's common for us to not experience an appetite. You might have lost the ability to taste your food, so generally, food becomes less attractive during this time. But despite this diminished appetite, your body still needs the tools to support metabolic functioning even if you are in bed for most of the day. Proactive fueling can be extremely helpful in order to get in even the most tolerable types of foods during this time. Maybe that means more liquids, soups to keep you hydrated. The bottom line, skipping meals during these instances, even when you are not as physically active, will leave you depleted during the times that you are going to need energy in the near future. So how can dancers know whether or not they are successfully honoring their practical hunger cues with proactive fueling? A couple key signs to be aware of. Overall, you don't experience general hunger cues. So under normal conditions, our hunger cues, well, appetite cues in general, 
ebb and flow throughout the day. But if you're finding that most often you're just not really experiencing any hunger cues, this might be a very clear sign that it's time for you to prioritize practical hunger and therefore proactive fueling. This can also help to kickstart your appetite. I often see this happen with a lot of dancers, especially in their early morning hours. They become very habitual. As just an example, not getting in breakfast every day or that first meal to get their body started. Over time, their bodies adapt and therefore they experience a diminish in hunger cues usually in the earlier hours only to be led to experience that rebound extreme hunger later in the day. So if this sounds relatable, rather than thinking that your evening hours are the toughest time around food, maybe because you never feel satisfied and you find yourself noshing or grazing more often than not, it's very likely that you need to reevaluate your earlier hours in the day. Proactive fueling can be super supportive during this time. Now on this same note, some other signs that you might want to be aware of include constantly feeling like you need to turn to food during times of heightened emotional distress, otherwise known as emotional eating. Now there is nothing inherently wrong with turning to food for comfort. Food does provide us with comfort, especially if you are coming from a place where your body is undernourished, then your body actually needs that nourishment to help you navigate through the distress you might be experiencing. But if you are finding that more often than not, you are utilizing food as a tool to cope without many other tools to cope, or in these instances, feeling like you are eating to a point past physical comfort, maybe relating this to practices like, and I quote, overeating, then it's another example of when we can reevaluate other times in your day to see where proactive fueling can more support you. We also see the benefits of proactive fueling if you are one of those dancers who tends to restrict themselves when under a lot of stress or a lot of pressure. When I say restrictions, I mean avoiding certain foods, food groups, amount of foods. Again, this might be related to you just not having an appetite when you're feeling stressed. This doesn't necessarily have to be an experience of intentional disordered eating. This can very much be a product of unintentional restrictive eating. But the bottom line is if you relate to losing your appetite when experiencing extreme stress, then you too will benefit from a more proactive fueling plan. It's in these instances that we also might want to think about looking at your day from a whole perspective, not necessarily just your eating patterns. Perhaps you are taking on too much, and I realize that this can very much be easier said than done to try to dial down your busy schedule a bit. But if your busy schedule is a result of overdoing it on cross training and exhaustive exercise routines in addition to your dancing, then I want you to reevaluate is your busyness actually supporting you or is it causing you to eventually undernourish? That's something to consider as well, especially as we start to think about your entire lifestyle patterns when supporting the healthy dancer. And on the note of proactive fueling, we do want to consider the benefits of meal timing and how this can be something that can support dancers, but when taken to the extreme can also be something that might hurt some dancers. Remember, extreme rigidity around when you eat, what you eat, how much you eat is never going to help.
And among dancers, we often see this in those who are trying to abide by, and they quote, clean eating lifestyles or orthorexic tendencies, that obsession with wanting to eat clean, pure, and healthy foods. Remember, there's a major difference between supportive meal planning, which is the work that I do with dancers as a dietitian, and obsessive meal planning. The latter being a preoccupation with the timing and the planning of your meals. So that might be what your meals include and when you're having those meals. The Healthy Dancer is truly built on helping you to identify this very delicate balance between utilizing proactive fueling in a way that supports you and doesn't cause you to become obsessive around meal and snack times. A couple key things to remember as you start the process. Always know that every day is gonna look different. We are not robots. As I mentioned earlier, our appetite cues ebb and flow, not just throughout the course of a day, but also from day to day. You might have some days where you are hungrier and other days where you're not. Spontaneous plans and erupt cancellations, these are part of life. That even involves potential cancellations with your dancing schedule and your cross training. This also might involve a last minute dinner plan or cast party with friends. Start to recognize that schedule shifts are completely normal and though they might feel uncomfortable sometimes, they are important for maintaining your flexibility around meal and snack times. Another important consideration when we are talking about the practice of proactive fueling. One of the ultimate goals when we are considering a flexible eating routine to honor practical hunger is to ultimately get to a place where you are experiencing regular hunger cues throughout your day and able to actively honor those hunger cues throughout your day. But these patterns of trust that we build with ourselves, they don't happen overnight. This is especially true if you are coming from a background of food deprivation, restriction, disordered eating. Meal and snack guidance can help you get there, but it can definitely take some time, especially if you are still navigating a busy and active dance schedule. And the final point I wanted to make for today's discussion, it's a question that I'm asked all the time, and it's about nighttime eating. Can dancers eat during the evening hours? Is it okay to eat during the evening hours or is it something that dancers should avoid? Well, first and foremost, if you are experiencing physical hunger cues in the evening hours, you should absolutely honor those physical hunger cues. I have so many dancers who are dancing late through the evening hours. Their post-performance or post-class meal or snack is an incredibly important opportunity to ensure that we're supporting our body's recovery. We're giving it foods rich in carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, all to provide those tools to set them up for their next day of dancing. When it comes to your dinner time, there is no, and I quote, right time to eat dinner. This is going to be dependent on your individual schedule. Some dancers might be able to get in a dinner prior to an evening of dancing, while others might not be able to stomach so much before dancing and therefore might benefit more from some regularly planned snacks until they can get to that post-performance meal. So again, really dependent on your individual schedule. If you are struggling with this, this is definitely a point where working with a licensed registered dietitian nutritionist can be super beneficial 
for you to hone in on the pre and post performance planning aspect of your day-to-day -day food choices. Now, if you are experiencing extreme hunger cues in the evening hours, yes, it's important to honor them, but this also is an important opportunity for us to reevaluate. As I mentioned earlier, we can take this as evidence that you might not necessarily be getting enough in your earlier hours throughout the day. So start to reconsider how you can get more in during those times. This might mean adding more to your current meals and snacks, maybe adding an entire additional snack to your day, all things to consider. And let's just say you're a dancer who experiences these extreme hunger cues in the evening hours, but also some major digestive discomfort in the evening hours. We're also going to want to use this as evidence. This might reflect not only the need to spread out your intake in a better format throughout the day, but also perhaps splitting your evening meals throughout a few hours so that we're not necessarily causing major physical discomfort, especially right before you go to bed. So as you can see, there's a lot of very individual considerations to take note of, especially when we are talking about meal timing, meal planning, and of course, proactive fueling to support practical hunger cues. But I cannot stress this enough. If this is an area that you're struggling with, this is your best opportunity to reach out. As a registered dietitian nutritionist, I've built the Healthy Dancer program as an accessible option to help you with exactly these challenges. I've got free aspects to the program and I have some additional paid aspects to the program, all of which are super accessible for what you can handle at this moment in time. Check out my website, dancenutrition.com for some additional support. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.